much about we just smoked way too much weed here we go if you don't mind i will begin at the beginning it's a new day let's get going one two three four five six B-I-G. What would your one superpower? What would you want to be if you had one? If you had a superpower? If I had a superpower, it would be uh, be able to have two livers instead of one, man. So I could handle beer like a champ twice. But, but you promised you're not going to disappear from radio. You, you intend to do radio in the U.K. Are you going to do it with the British accent, though? I don't think so. I don't think I've got a British accent. <laughs> I'm working on it now, though, if I can. I have some work to do, guys. <laughs> That's going to be the tape that he sends out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, thanks for being me. on my demo. Yeah, this... yeah. <laughs> don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Put your finger here. Try this. <laughs> Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. I freaking love this guy. And now. Good looking out, kid. It's awesome. Keep doing the right thing. You make America proud, and, and Uncle Sam's proud, and Jesus just had a little tear because he's so proud of you. Awesome. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 7th of June. What's up, Coneheads? All right. Oh, look at that. In, in, theme. in theme. Nicely done. Oh, finally. Yep. Got one. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan Aykroyd's coming in today, so that makes sense. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh. <laughs> that was a nice coincidence, then. <laughs> Kevin, would you say you had your card key this morning or you did not have your card key this morning? You mean technically before I left or when I got to the building? When you got to the building. You're asking technically. I'm saying when you arrived right. to, to enter the building where K-Rock is, did you have a piece of plastic in and your And may I remind that, you, that you're, made un- it possible? you're under oath. You I didn't realize under I was under oath. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had less of a of a key card than I did yesterday. Uh. Okay. Uh, you prefaced your answer with uh, wanting to know if he meant when you left your house yes. and when you got here. Mm-hmm. Did anything happen in between those that you could no, but have I've, lost? But I've lost, <laughs> lost stuff. It, in your it's car. It's a miracle. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. I get here and I go, I had it when I left. I don't, I tear the car apart. I have no idea what's going on. Follow-up question? Yeah. Uh, did you Am check- I still under oath? Yes. Okay. Did you check the car after you couldn't find it when you were on the bridge to get in? Did I did you not. Go- okay. Because I remembered exactly where it was. I had left Does anyone it have a fo- anyone have a follow-up? <laughs> yeah, where was it? It was on my uh, <clears throat> door handle on, the, <clears throat> on my bedroom. <laughs> Why did you put it there? I, don't, I just put it there like, I don't know, every once in a while. Were you alerting someone that you were getting busy? Like I used to leave a scrunchie. I, in I mean, college. it was on the inside. Maybe I could have played that better. It was right on, on the inside <laughs> of the door. That won't help. <laughs> Kevin, serious question. Why don't you punch a hole in it and attach it to your keychain so that you cannot drive without it? I already card. hate my keys. They're huge and bulky and so mad at his keys. Nightmarish. <laughs> As you know, the keys are just, they bog you down, man. Yeah. That's right. Uh. Well, he's like pounds. he's like Schneider from yeah. one day at a time with all those keys. <laughs> right. Great reference. I'll look like it to, up. <laughs> I like to travel light. Could barely lift it. How uh, how often would you say you don't have your key? Is card this questioning still going on? <laughs> still under oath. Fascinated yeah. by it. 
Because as I always say, I got one key yeah, card. Yeah, shut up. You never go to an office. But that makes it even more remarkable that I don't lose it. <laughs> because I'm able to find you. You never in, need it. In between months I at object, a time. I Your Honor. This line I'm, of questioning I'm is out of line. To, I'm able to find it and then bring it wow, to California. Congratulations. And still show up at the building and get in. I had one key card the entire so time just, we worked at Let me just recap. So you, you remember it three days a year? Possibly the fact, the fact that I don't lose it and when I, I don't use see it, it every for... single day, Jensen and Allie. Not you, the don't, same. Don't you think it's a it's an accomplishment to not lose it when you don't use it for months at a time? I feel like if you have a specific drawer that you know where it is, mm-hmm. I mean that's one step above Kevin. But because wait, Kevin is, doesn't is, really have so anywhere three days specific. a year equals the entire year it every day it's for a, me. It's a different. It's apples and oranges. It's a different. Uh, but the same yeah. talent, the same talent of knowing where something is and keeping it there always right. and never moving. Yes, it. but and much... traveling with it and traveling three thousand miles yeah. with it. Wow, and not how do you do it, it three not, times a year? Get on a plane and not lose it, and then take it to the station. You're and a miracle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Why do you take it out of your car? Because you have to get in the building with it. No, I mean, it's like, usually right, in my when, pocket. He get, when he gets home. It's usually in my pocket. Okay. And I just took it out of my pocket because I changed shorts and I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I found it. I was like, ah, I'll put it on the doorknob. There's no way I'll forget this. I'm sorry. I'm just fascinated <laughs> with this. Yeah, I know you are, but. And I'd also like to say. I just forgot my key card. I'd also like to say, just uh, for the prosecution here, mm-hmm. I did live in Los Angeles for nine and a half years and never lost it one time. Overruled. Sustained. Sustained. I mean, I I feel like that's legitimate. That seems seems like a conflict of interest. It's just, I don't know. I feel, I guess you're used to being you. Yeah, it's not, I mean, this isn't the part of me that I love. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Right, because I just feel like if I just would hit myself in the head and I would feel like such a Dummy. Yes, but if, if you did that a lot, then you'd have to stop hitting yourself in the head. <laughs> you just have to you just have to accept this yes. is the way it is. Yeah. This is my lot. In and life. it's not necessarily something I'm proud of. Like it's not in my top three of things I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh I rule innocent. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well I guess that... we, we put on our best uh, prosecution and what are you we, gonna do? And the jury was not convinced, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you made it into the building. Thanks. <laughs> you look good, you feel Thanks. good. Yes, yes. <laughs> you're tan, you're rested, you're I'm ready. ready to go. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Who on earth would listen to that? Was that done? Uh, keep it 100 because Were it's Friday. Were you waiting for someone to answer? I did. It sounded like there was some noise after it, <laughs> yeah, so I thought like, there was a follow-up clip. Yeah, it's, she kept going. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have Dan Aykroyd in studio. Did we mention that? Uh, it's going to be awesome. 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. He, uh, he created it, man. It he came did. out of his brain. Dan mm-hmm. Aykroyd. Yeah. How exciting is that? Created the Blues Brothers, too. Right? He's also a mastermind behind Nothing But Trouble. Okay. Let's not Let's... leave out Celtic Pride. <sighs> mm-hmm. Right? I mean, he's done a lot of things, but yeah. well, we don't have I don't to think name Nothing But Trouble is, is well, high on that he's list. Well, t- Bean, he's... I'm going to tell you that uh, Jensen does have a DVD of that movie, and I assume mm-hmm. he's going to ask to get it signed. It's sitting in front of me. Or ask to get it burned. Right? We'll see. Could be. Uh, listener Megan uh, let us know yesterday that she gave birth and didn't know she was pregnant. Until the baby was coming out. That is astonishing. Yeah, I don't believe, I, I mean, I believe it. It's true. I can't believe it just by its nature in the fact that I have a eight-month pregnant right. wife. And it, it, all it does is dominate our entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam Mickelson, who I'm very excited about. He is the CEO of uh, Kangaroo. This is the ridiculous company that thinks that pogo sticks are going to replace a scooter in San Francisco. 
Don't call them ridiculous if you're trying to get a job as their spokesperson. Pogo sticks. Yeah, Kevin, you, we need to... Have, have any of you s- read a pogo stick? I mean, r- ridden one. Yeah, it's not easy. It's super hard. But I, I think you need to have in your head before the interview okay. some of the reasons that you can share with Adam why you should be the face of kangaroo or kangaroo here in Los Angeles. Is he looking for a face? He, sh- he, he, should. Should, be. he should be. And if he yeah. isn't, you're putting that in there. You're very high profile. So I have to go the opposite way and say, this is a great idea, especially in San Francisco. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll give that a try. Okay. And also our feature condiments. What's up? We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Did we mention it was Friday, by the way? Because I feel like that needs to be mentioned. It's Friday. Yeah, hey, yeah. Fry- Oh, yeah, we yay just took for it me. Back. Uh, thank yeah, you, yeah. Appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday is like ten percent better than Friday. So it is if you're not in the world living and having a day. Be against that. If your entire celebration is saying that word, then I, I assume it's important. Allie is here with us. Yeah, first... yeah. Hey, I didn't even did you say erase it. me? It's a future one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> With our first look at what's happening here on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations, guys. We did it. We did. According to People Magazine, Bradley Cooper and Arena Sheck have ended their four-year relationship. I mean, it's truly on us. I mean, it's... it really is. We did the same thing to their relationship that we did to Limp Bizkit at Weenie Roast. We will did. We talked about mm-hmm. it until it happened. It's the oh. secret. Yeah. Well, how do you... I mean, if you're either one of them, how do you wake up and, and roll over and see that face? Right? You know? right. Oh. Goodness. Of course, rumors have been spreading for a long time, but they really ramped up this week um, that there was trouble in the relationship, and they haven't been spotted out and about together since the Oscars, which we all know what happened to the Oscars, huh? Mm -hmm. A little shallow on the stage, a little lovey-dovey looking at each other. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. Lady Gaga. Very sensual performance. Very sensual. Don't ever say sensual again. Ever. Shallow on the stage, deep backstage. Oh, oh, oh my God! Jeez, you one-upped sensual being gross. We're not on the air yet. Oh, that's right. We that's can right. say anything before. Okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. I always forget that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. All good. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's all according to People Magazine. Rumors, of course, have been happening for a long time. The stars' reps have not confirmed the news yet. So, I got next. Irina Shake, right? Okay. Is that how it works? I, I got next on Bradley. Then. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that is how it works. That's you how it just works, say, so. I got next. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> and that's what happens. All right, good. All right. And just a reminder, you guys, you're up early. Maybe you're going to be swinging into work. Stop by a gas station. Mega Millions drawing is tonight, 8 p.m. That jackpot, it's about $530 million. That's all? Yeah. The cash option, about $343 million. Almost three hundred and forty-four million. I mean, I take it. Yeah, yeah. three hundred and thirty basically is where I draw the line. Like people Anything below that, below why? I why can't, not worth the house. Yeah. Why even bother? Right. If I, uh, if I if I win that tonight, mm-hmm. I want you guys to know I'm still coming to the weenie roast. That's just to a see, lie to see Limp Bizkit. That's you know just one hundred percent a lie. I feel like you would. I feel like he would. Okay, maybe he does. Next day. Maybe he does, but Monday. Yeah, never see me again. Oh, yeah. No, no. You'll never see me again. After Limp Biscuit, we will. My favorite part of this plan is that Bean will never reach out to us and tell us what happened. Mm -hmm. We will all know. (laughs) He just ghosts everyone. That he won the lottery and he will never speak to us again. (laughs) And it's probably 50 years from now he'll write, you know what happened. 
Oh, he'll be dead by then. Sorry. If you look over and just during Limp Bizkit, he's burning money. <laughs> just wow. dollar then, by then dollar. Then laughing. Amazing. I could be burning $2 bills. How oh, about that, Jensen? Oh, crazy. Nuts. Well, I hope... I don't hope you win because you don't come back, but I hope someone we know wins. Yeah. And then... Um, and is very generous. Is mm-hmm. very generous mm-hmm. with that money. Not just, you know, to us, to give us some money, but to charities and really does the right but thing. But mostly us. But mostly And, and mostly us. cocaine. What? And cocaine, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? This might be an outstanding time just to put it out there mm-hmm. in our listeners' heads. That yeah. if you, the Kevin and Bean listener, wins the lottery. Yeah. The th- 300 or 500, whatever it ends up being. Mm-hmm. Just remember all the years that we got up at the crack of ass right. to entertain you. For Absolutely. free. For free. We yeah. never got paid for this. For free. Yeah. That's right. We yeah. never got paid. That's yeah. right. <laughs> never. None of them. For 30 years, whoever, Kimmel came by, yeah. everyone yep. who stopped by here did not get paid. Right. Yeah, we all did it for free. It's because all volunteer. We, because we love you and we want to entertain you. We and we're make generous. You yes. And we're very generous. Yes. So just keep that in mind when you're doling out who gets a little a little bit here and there, all right? And you know this secret right? gives you everything you want, happiness, health, and wealth. Excellent. This is like having the universe as your catalog, right. and you flip through it, and you go, well, I'd like to have this experience, and I'd like to have that product, and I'd like to have a person like that. It is you just placing your order with the universe. All right. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd like to also add to that, maybe you had no idea that Mega Millions, um, the jackpot was up to $530 million. Oh, and then you told them. Oh, I told sure. you. sure. So How would they have fee. known that? Yeah. Finder's fee. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And uh, finder's fee for the lottery, as we know, is 33%. So Yeah, that's law. Standard. standard. Law. Standard. Yeah, standard. Law. Not standard. Law. A standard law. It's a standard law. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. Yes. I always wait for more Me from too. her. And never, it seems like I never she says more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Some birthdays for you. Bear Grylls, Alan Iverson, Michael Sarah, Liam Neeson, Dave Navarro. <gasps> Bill Hader. I love him so very much. He's also very. Iggy Azalea and wrestler Mick Foley. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, look. Every once in a while, we argue about stuff off the air mm-hmm. for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it needs to just come on the air so we can just settle it once and for all. Hash it out. So we well, don't keep revisiting. There's nothing to settle here. You're right. wrong. Ketchup is the only condiment that Listen, matters. Yesterday we found out that Kevin and Bean, in the cutest 30-year couple way, <laughs> have two polar extremes of interests. And it's almost like a morning zoo joke. I like ketchup. I like mustard. We're Kevin and Bean mornings on the world-famous K-Rock. Like, it's um, almost jokey. <laughs> if I had known... How pro ketchup Kevin was, mm. I would have left this show years ago. <laughs> but I've only been able to work with him. It's like it's like you know nobody has seen the swastika tattoo on your back, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. if we saw it, we would look at you completely <laughs> different. Jensen has that of all of us. So weird that <laughs> yeah. Jensen would have it. It's also, I know. it's also the size of my entire back. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is strange. So if strange we saw choice. that, obviously we'd never look at you the same way. That's how I feel about now knowing how Kevin loves ketchup. Now mm-hmm. listen to this. This is dated today. From Fox News in uh, Florida, Fake from news. the Fox affiliate, the Fox affiliate in Florida, Pinellas Park. A Florida man is accused of pouring ketchup on his girlfriend while she slept shortly after the couple argued on Sunday. Why would he do that? Because they had had a fight and yes. then she went to sleep and he said, I'm going to get back to you. Peter Jacob Wagman, 31, charged with domestic battery, has pled not guilty. His girlfriend, Heather King, woke up shortly before 5 a.m. and discovered she was covered in ketchup. 
Oh, did he want her to think it was blood and be? I don't think so. I think I think this was just him acting out, like Florida men do. I mean, that is that is sort of a point in the mustard category because someone thinks ketchup is so disgusting. That's my point. No, that is my point. Yeah, I'm thinking he did it so she'd wake up and go, "Oh my God, what happened?" Right, and think there was blood. I think he real. I think he tasted ketchup and he realized it's not worth ever putting in your mouth. It can only be used. Plus, let me suggest he would have used mustard if there was any in his house. Oh, so. You're saying Boom. it's so disgusting wow. he can't even keep it in his Correct. abode. Yeah. Wow. Both Ketchup he probably not... went to both neighbors and went, come on, somebody has to have mustard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ketchup is not in the top 20. You're an condiment. idiot. It's not. <gasps> it's not, not in the top, top 20. 20. insane bean. Okay, so people who love mustard mm-hmm. think are, that's insane. Are God's people right? right yes. I mean, that, mm-hmm. yeah. not top 20? Well, mustard is number one. But what I'm saying is, what about things like barbecue sauce Love. and soy sauce and, and aioli sauce? Love. I mean, all, all of the. You have to admit, every one of those is better than ketchup. No, no I don't I, have I to don't admit agree that. With that. I, I love mean, all of them. Ketchup I, is a staple bean. Right. It's a staple. It's a foundation in which condiments are built. For yeah, sure. But, but the things How that I just relish? mentioned. Huh? Relish is a relish better condiment sucks. than ketchup. Is strong. Relish None of them are stronger than ketchup, first oh, of all. You don't think barbecue sauce is better than ketchup? No. Get out. Well, he can't. He, we use him on the show. He's on the board. No, no, no. Kevin, go back. Kevin no, no, no. Say, we need yeah. to go back. Yeah. What about, what, ordered to get out. Where does, where does ranch sit? Ranch, ranch has got to be top five. Damn good. Got to be top five. I, way ahead of ketchup, I'll tell you that. I Not mean, if ketchup's I, number one. I hate picking sides between my two dads, but I will say I put ketchup higher than mustard. I agree as well. Okay, but here's my thing. You guys would all include mustard yeah. even in your top 20, maybe yeah. oh, even sure. in your maybe. top 10. Sure. Yes, yes. Bean says not top 20, and I'm saying that's ridiculous. I'm saying I would not eat rather than eat something it's with ketchup. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> because it's he's, he's the insane. Gandhi of condiments. He really <laughs> yes, is. Because I hate it. Because it's awful. It's a, Well, first of all, I'm not a tomato fan, and obviously it's hard yeah. to endorse I love ketchup. You, you mentioned you, that yesterday, and it. I honestly all day was thinking, does he not? Eat like spaghetti and meatballs with tomato sauce? No, no. I don't do you tomatoes. don't because of the tomatoes. What yes. about pizza? I hate to, you know, I I, I do as little oh. to, tomato as I can, but it's, you can't get a pizza without it. Sometimes right. I get the white it's sauce because it's you know great. I mean? Yeah, but I hate tomatoes. Is what I'm saying. How I, often do you way, eat pizza? Did you get hurt by a tomato? <laughs> he no, he raised uh, tomatoes as he grew up as pets. Oh, okay. by the way, you you can weigh in on condiment talk if you want. If you have strong feelings on either ketchup, uh, mustard. Mayonnaise. Oh, mayonnaise is great too. Mm-hmm. Or or any other kind of it. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. But particularly if you agree with, agree with me that uh, that ketchup Wait, is the I'm devil's sorry. food. <laughs> Wait, I'm telling you if you agree with me. One, just one question: Are you yes. do you not eat pizza a lot? I do not eat pizza a lot. How, what's not a lot? I mean, a couple times a year, maybe. <gasps> Me? You I, I are knew, a monster. I knew to follow that up. You're a monster. Bean, <laughs> it flies out of my butt like water, <laughs> and I eat it more. <laughs> didn't need to hear that. No, you didn't. Okay. Disgusting. Okay, sorry. But you're a monster. <laughs> um, Tomatoes, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm saying no. Uh, first, I'm... we found out about Kevin and bacon yesterday. I said, but by the way, I'm not taking the ridiculous stance that Bean is. I said, I like bacon, just don't love it. Okay, which is crazy yeah. in itself. If but I'm now... Bean, I say bacon will destroy the earth if blah, blah, blah. He yeah. extre- he's extreme. You Pizza both have... two times a year. Oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Absurd. You it's both nuts. have stated sacrilegious things here on we the We both have. Yeah. Huh. What do you think the best-selling <sighs> condiment in the United States is, you guys? Ketchup. Ketchup. Um, Hellman's must uh, mayonnaise. Hellman's mayonnaise is number is one. Right. Is the That's best shocking. selling condiment. Yes. Huh. Number two, 
Tostitos Salsa. All right. Number two. More salsa is sold than ketchup in this country. All right, number three is Heinz ketchup. But I mean, my I'm point sorry, is... I'm sorry, what? Number three is what? It's uh, something else that's not... Heinz ketchup. That's not mayonnaise Where or salsa. Where was mustard on that list that you're reading from and making up from right now? I don't have the list anymore, Oh, how about that? Oh, funny. Oh, that's that's funny. That's funny because I have the list you in do. front of me. Okay. I do. Okay. And the funniest the part about it... The list didn't disappear just no, now? weirdly, okay. the internet kept it up. How about that? So the funniest <laughs> part about this is I got to number six and I went... Uh, Oh, there. I got to number three, actually. Ketchup. Oh, cool. That's cool to see. Then yeah. I got to four, and I go, oh, there it is. But I realized there it's, it's not number four. Mustard is an ad in between three and four. It says <gasps> ad next to it. Four is Best Foods Mayonnaise. Five is Craft Miracle Whip Mayonnaise. Oh. Six is Craft Mayonnaise. Seven, French's Yellow Mustard. Seven. Every possible mayonnaise out right? there. People love mayonnaise. Why are there right? five mayonnaises in the top seven? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> White people. That huh? is a shock. Ooh. And then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, French's uh, mustard is right after that yeah. at number six. Huh, how about that? My so point America is, has spoken. My point is America has spoken. America spoke in 2016, too, Kevin. Do you trust America? <laughs> I Not in that case. <laughs> what I'm saying is, again, I would starve before I would eat something with That's ketchup. Just That's just stupid. No, it's just a lie. Awful. It's stupid. Awful. What about uh, um, Tabasco sauce, by the way? What about all the the fine family I mean, of, I, I, we of haven't even started talking about sriracha? sriracha. Sriracha. Love. Way better than ketchup. No, I'm not saying better. I'm just saying it's, see, it's here's obviously the thing. better. Bean, you can't just like one and hate all the others. Most of these are great. I would even put ketchup, I don't know, just because I believe that's true in society as in top 20. I probably, I mean, mustard. I probably would. Just because you see the benefit yes, of Yes, but mustard. for me personally, no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You don't use mustard at all? I ta- I actively take mustard off of sandwiches or whatever it's mm-hmm. on. Really, I actively scrape it off. Yeah, it just I just tastes terrible to me. What is the mustard that has like the little things inside? Dijon. I really enjoy that. Oh, see, I'm a I'm a the just plain old mm-hmm. yellow mustard girl. Mm-hmm. How about Goldens? Yeah, I'm. Just, Are we I'm, just gonna name brands now? Well, I'm just saying there's a lot of different kinds of mustard. Yeah, I'm a French is yellow. Okay, I have some people on hold if you want to. Oh, yeah. Go yeah, to them. All right, we have Diana in Huntington calls. Beach. Good morning, Diana. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yes, yeah. we can. Yes, loud and clear. Where it's condiment talk. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Hi. Um, hi, you guys. So I hate, hate ketchup. Oh, I'm sorry. We were disconnected. Uh, no, oh, let's talk. Let's talk. She really gone. did. She really The line dropped. It's not my fault. I watch you. You hung up on her. What are you talking about? You know how sometimes you're on the cell phone and it uh-huh. just goes dead? You just wow. dial back. I saw you press it. She did start with, can you hear me? So, right? yeah, See? Yeah. It was a shaky okay. connection. Okay. Uh, Let's go to uh, Guillermo and Downey. Good morning. Good morning, guys. What say you? Condiments, what's up? Mustard sucks. I there can't you go. At all. all right, oh. let's talk to you all day. Oh, that call you got time for. <laughs> very, what's your, very what's clear. Your, what's your problem with mustard besides the fact that it is delicious and delightful? Leading question, Your Honor. I find it nasty. I can't eat anything with mustard on it. Same. I'd rather not eat the food if it has mustard. Wow. I mean, I'll scrape it off so I get most of it off and I'll mm-hmm. still eat it, but it, it is annoying and it and it does taste terrible. Okay. I can't even scrape it off. Any little bit, I can still taste it. You couldn't be more wrong. Anything couldn't else, Guillermo? I would like like Guillermo and Kevin to both be deported. (laughs) Let's go to Blake in Riverside, who has a very controversial opinion that none of us agree with. All right. Blake. Good morning. morning. Hi there. Hi. Condiments, what's up? 
I cannot stand any sort of condiment, no matter what it is, ketchup, mustard, relish, anything. If I have it, it makes me gag and feel sick. What? So will you eat everything bland? Everything is bland and perfect. Wow. <laughs> You're a simple man, Blake. I am, but everybody says that's difficult. It oh, is. Difficult. <laughs> I guess it is. Oh, no, no. It's very, very chill. <laughs> Wait, Blake, so what is your, like, what do you eat, dude? Like, what is your stuff? Like, what's your favorite foods? Uh, well, I like pizza. That is okay for some ungodly reason. Okay. But uh, I would just get a burger, and it would be meat, cheese, bun, meat, cheese, bacon, bun. All right. Simple. Wow. Okay. Plain and sweet. I have one follow-up. Do you eat sandpaper, you weirdo? I have one (laughs) follow-up. Yeah. Uh, Bean, can you and I agree that Blake is a terrible human being? (laughs) Because he hates my ketchup and he hates your mustard. I, I, I feel sorry for him more than I'm angry at him. Because I, I feel like his life is flavorless. Oh, why don't you like, have joy? Yeah, we're I, not yeah. mad at you, Blake. We're just disappointed. We're disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I want you to work on yourself, Blake, and get back to us Monday, okay? Yeah. It's Kevin and Rock I saw a, uh, an article in the Washington Post this morning that said, and this is a stunning statistic to me, one in six residents of our nation's capital are using those little scooters. One in six. One in six. Wow. You think they're everywhere on the streets of Los Angeles? Can you imagine what that's like in D.C.? You know, people are trying to figure out how to, how to uh, you, you know, smart mobility is what the movement is called. Trying to use fewer cars. Trying well, I mean, to get, it, it's get that, around without having to park. And it's stuff. that. It's also traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sit in it, it makes sense. Well, scooters are not the only way to go because, as we mentioned to you last week on the show, pogo sticks are coming, you guys. Pogo right? stick. What a great idea. You're stuck in traffic and a pogo stick goes by you. <laughs> awesome. And you also they're like... so they're like they're so user friendly. <laughs> right. <laughs> you Kevin, you would feel like an a-hole if you were sitting there in traffic on Wilshire Boulevard and a pogo stick whipped by you faster yeah. than you were able to drive. Yeah, and just was flipping me off as he went. Well, the CEO <laughs> and founder of Kangaroo, Adam Mickelson, is on the phone with us right now on the Kevin Beach Show. This is not a joke. Adam is who he claims to be, and we have many questions about Kangaroo. How are you, Adam? I'm uh, pretty good. It's Friday, and it's starting to become afternoon over in Sweden. So, all right, plane. sun is are shining. You, are you in Stockholm right now? Uh, no, we're actually based in southern Sweden, up in up in Malmo. Oh, um, oh, but oh, I, w- sure. I will be in Stockholm. We'll be in Stockholm next week. So I'm okay. Kind of, uh, what about the rest of your schedule? Yeah. <laughs> Adam, do you po- <laughs> do you pogo stick much in Sweden? Uh, I would say. I mean, we're kind of trying to. We're looking to kind of take it back because it's been quite quiet on the pogo stick markets. It, it, it basically, where the pogo stick became like the the Christmas gift of the year, like back in '94 or something when I was about five years old so i haven't been uh jumping so much since then but, okay you know, oh yeah that christmas that pogo is... sticks ruled the nation i remember that <laughs> sorry but i just i just want to clarify again how long then has it been since you've been on a pogo stick uh i mean since before we started to develop kangaroo it was probably you know 25 years so 25 years ago you did it and then you decided 25 years later to start a company and didn't try it out yeah. again? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, the latest couple of months, I've been, you know, y- you never forget the, the pogo stick skills from your childhood. So, so I mean, I've, I've definitely, you know, 
started to to jump around again. But you know, okay. in between there, kind of what weird. is it about a pogo stick, Adam? Let's cut right to the chase here. That you think makes more sense than a, a little e-scooter that are so already so popular around the world? Yeah. So so basically, it's not about you know actually per se competing with the the e-scooters but what we want to do with the pogo stick is basically you know to to spread joy you know have you have you ever seen a a sad person jumping on a pogo stick only when they wipe out (laughs) (laughs) have you ever seen a sad person jumping on a pogo stick it's my next tattoo yeah that does sound like an alonis morris that's a great question yeah 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 so people can get around and and be happy doing it enjoy it and have a little child a little childlike wonder and joy in their life yeah 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 that was kind of the the starting point because i think you know i just turned 30 and you know i think me and basically all of us is sometimes kind of uh, missing their their childhood days and you know when you're at the office and stuff you you have to be like super serious so you know jumping on a pogo stick is both healthy because you burn you know, you burn more calories. It's really calories difficult after a while. Yeah. Adam, yeah. let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have you <laughs> have you never um, been to San Francisco? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I have family up in, in Sonoma Valley, so I've been there like 10 times. Okay. Have you so, seen, uh, the, have you yeah, seen the streets and the incline? The streets are, you know, there's, uh, yeah. there's a lot of vertical action yeah. there in San Francisco. Like, why not try this out uh, in, like, in Nebraska, somewhere flat? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Not that this yeah, is a bad I mean, idea. Ba- yeah, I mean, I, I mean, basically, our strategy for 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 the Bay Area and, and San Francisco is more about, you know, for example, in and around, you know, Golden Gate Park and mm-hmm. City Park. So it's not about uh, that we actually. You know, we're not that delusional that we see people, you know, actually using them the, the last mile transportation. It's more about oh, say, I you see know, the last the last meter transportation, <laughs> if you will. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's the first the time. The last I, meter. So what you do is you yeah. take the e-scooter mm-hmm. 24 miles, <laughs> okay. and then for the last meter, you just get on the pogo stick and <laughs> rip right to the end. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I mean, that's I, a I mean, good plan. What, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. scared for a minute. He was delusional, but then he said he yeah. wasn't. So yeah. he's not. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What <laughs> other what other uh, projects are in development right now for your company? Because <laughs> we want to invest. Yeah, so so basically we're, we're we do run uh, an advertising and communication agency. So we but are we, you we the ones of... that did the um, personal relaxation tent? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, explain that for sure. It's just a tent at your uh, office that you can go and hang out in. Uh, yeah, basically it's an it, it's basically a, a relaxation tent for for grown ups. So mm-hmm. basically you just. Uh, you pop it up and you go in there and it's and it's dark and you can you know have some alone time do some meditation or just have a, <laughs> you know do some meditation is, is that what they call yeah, it in yeah. Sweden meditation yes, doing some meditation uh, yeah, Adam yeah, yeah, Adam yeah, I don't yeah, uh, sure. I don't speak uh, Swedish but are you hiring is there any is there any possibility <laughs> I could get a job working with kangaroo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean we're we're currently uh, in discussion with a couple of VCs right now, so we are probably going to need people okay. in the U.S. and you know, I'm moving to like a positive guy. So L- listen, <laughs> nobody on this planet would pogo stick better than Bean. That's right. Yeah, I am moving to Malmo, years. Sweden, oh, you yeah. guys.
Um, Adam, okay, before we let you go, and you're very kind to jump on, my friend Kevin here, I'm telling you, you don't know him, and, you're, and you've just met him on the phone. He would be the perfect face of your American operations. If you need a guy, a model who mm-hmm. looks great on a pogo stick, yeah. please consider yeah. our man Kevin for your print and your television campaigns. He would be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We would definitely do that. Oh, but, that uh, sounds like a lie. I got to be honest. That sounds yeah. like the brush off, Kevin. Come on, Adam. This is we're in Hollywood. We've heard that before. Oh, it sounds great. We'll get back to you. <laughs> Kevin on a pogo stick. We would never stop watching, right? I mean, I am basically a supermodel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if he falls yeah, on his head, from, from if he falls board. on his head, there's not. It's not going to affect anything. Yeah, no one would that's, notice. That's, no that's a bad <laughs> spokesperson. Uh, all right, so what's the uh, what's the rollout here, Adam? When can we expect to see our first pogo stick on the streets here in America? Uh, so we're probably looking at mid or late August. If, okay. if everything goes. Oh out. come on! How about a little sooner, um, man? No, we well, want it right at the height of summer. Because nobody's going to be sweating that last meter getting to work. <laughs> August in San Francisco is delightful. All right, Adam, yeah, yeah, you, sure. you are a you are a treasure, my friend. Uh, Kevin will look forward to uh, to posing for your photographs for the brochure, and I'll be or uh, personal I'll be, photos, whatever you want. Whatever Adam. you want, yeah. And you I'll know, be knocking on your door at Malmo yeah. in a few weeks here for a job. Thanks for coming on the Kevin and Bean Show. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank okay. You. okay, bye. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. I want to work for Adam Mickelson. I want to be part of his company. <laughs> yeah. How can you not? Allie wanna... dropped a real bomb on us about an- another company he worked on. Yeah. Another project. Yeah. Well, he's the head of the ad agency that has pitched huggable trench coats, mm-hmm. the pause pod, which we talked about, the uh, the relaxation tent. Um, they also have uh, pitched mustache protectors. So it's <laughs> almost like his ad now agency I work for him more. just pitches stuff that gets a ton of media exposure that never really uh, follow through. Then they do nothing. However, it says that the the tents are sold out. <laughs> I'm I'm pushing for Adam to return to the Kevin and Bean show. Agreed. Yeah. I okay. think anything he wants to pitch he brings we're his us. first he's, stop. He could be a genius, you guys. He's yeah. the next Elon Musk. We need to, we need <laughs> to strap ourselves onto this rocket I, ride. I just want to be part of the ride early, you know? Like let yeah. us in. For sure. Hey, um sold out uh, K-Rock Weenie Rose Leo and Beach Party, by the way, is tomorrow. Oof. Uh, we do have another chance for you to win those tickets coming up later on today's Kevin and Bean Show. But Allie thought it would be a good idea, and I think I agree with her because I had not taken a look at the list of what you can and can't take into the Weenie Roast. Now, mm-hmm. I know this doesn't affect everybody listening, but it's uh, it's probably a good rule of thumb for most festival-type concerts th- anymore these days. Like, for instance, is, is this true, Allie, that oftentimes a, a lady cannot walk into a venue like we're having the Weenie Roast with a purse. Yep, no Correct. purse, no camera bags, no tote bags, no nothing of the sort. You have to have an approved bag, which is a clear tote. A small clutch bag has to be specific sizes in inches. Um, you're allowed to bring a fanny pack that's non-clear. But don't. But don't. You really need, as a woman, to Look at this and see if your bag makes the approved. By list. the way, speaking of which, it's not just Weenie Roast. That's oh, no. everywhere, everywhere now. Yeah. It's if you go to a concert, if you go to Galaxy. Staples Center, and, yeah. yeah, any place you go, this is pretty much how it is. Is it tough to find clear bags for for your purse stuff? 
Um, there isn't. Like, you just go to Amazon or whatever. You just like purse, purse stuff bag. Purse stuff a bag. Uh, but the problem is, if you've got stuff, like, you don't really care for everybody to see, mm-hmm. uh, they're seeing it. Yeah. You're like, hey, yeah, got my period. Those are tampons. Right. Right? Got my diarrhea meds. Yep. Hey, you can't bring... anal beads. Thanks. You can't bring a gallon plastic storage bag and put all your stuff. So if you want to look like a real creep, just walk around with a large Ziploc bag filled with all your belongings. It does have a homeless vibe to it, doesn't it? It does. It definitely does. Now, you tell me, is this just because it's a K-Rock show, Kevin, or is this Galaxy Games and everywhere? It's everywhere. Everywhere. It's everywhere. No, no. My next question. Oh. Oh. Weapons knives, firearms, or anything that security police deem a weapon. You want me to go to a show without a weapon, a knife, or a firearm? Right. This is just at Doheny Beach. That How one. am I supposed to protect myself Everything if things else go is off? Fine. Yeah, with uh, past Lumineer shows have ended in gang violence. <laughs> <laughs> um, no colors, no patches of affiliation like a motorcycle club or a gang, etc. Yeah, but you can wear no fear shirts. <laughs> That is but, but no big Johnson shirts. No. Here's a, here's a weird one: is that you can't bring a beach umbrella to the beach. Yeah. But you can bring a sun umbrella. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. What's the difference? I don't know, but I don't know either. But that's what it says. No All beach umbrellas, then no think, blankets I either. I think by beach the way. umbrellas are bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cover more area, yeah. and so they want to keep just that a down. personal thing. Yeah. But I will say this: although I cannot bring a purse unless I bring a clear tote, I can bring a sand wagon. You can bring a sand wagon. So I'm just going to put everything I need in the sand wagon. Okay, mm-hmm. that's All right. a fit. That's on the list of officially. Just fill it things. with Ziploc bags. You won't be <laughs> weirded at all. No, fine. people will love it. Uh, Kevin, uh, very disappointing for you. No drones or any other an- unmanned aircraft of any kind. Yeah, I mean that's what they said. Uh, Jensen, very sad for you. No kites. I know that was what I was going for. Yeah, kites are fun. I wanted to have a whole kite tournament. No uh, marker pens or spray paint. Oh. oh no, spray paint. That's what I do. What kind of concert is this? That How is am I going to how am I going to write Limp Biscuit rules? It is what you're about. <laughs> uh, also, and I think this is directed just to Kevin. Again, we're talking about things you can't bring to the Weedy Rose tomorrow. Uh, no water guns or water balloons. It's what? That's what you do. That's how you spend the time that's, between the acts, that's right? That's life. Uh, no fireworks, Kevin, I'm sorry to say. All right. No ways. glow sticks. There no ways. bicycles. No glow sticks. I'm going to be on Molly. <laughs> no rollerblades. No scooters. No hoverboards. No Segway. By the way, doesn't I say. I want to be the guy in a concert who shows up with a Segway. I do on too. The By the way, it doesn't say even one word about no pogo sticks. That's <laughs> You're true. right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I say I, that's how all of us get around Weenie Roses. We all get a pogo stick. Mm-hmm. I like it. And we go crazy. You know what I'm disgusted by on this list? What? No air horns. Oh, Kevin, that's another thing. Oh, oh, why is this really list out for you? Is this list made for me? It's pretty much Kevin's No list. megaphones? No what? PA systems? Uh, let me see. No uh, amplified sound devices? Uh, here says, no ironic hatred for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> says it right here. Gotta no go. selfie sticks, by the way. Do they not thank know God. this is California? No, but I thank think God. that's a good idea, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, I don't think this is even listed on here, but um, if you're bringing an iPad to shoot video, don't no, do that. Don't do that. Because there's people behind it. you, yeah, and no. stop it. That's ethics. Right. It's not officially on the list, but we will beat you up. How do we feel about tank tops, you guys, while we're just making our own rules now? It's, it's summer. It's, it's the yeah. beach. I'm yeah. fine with it because of theme. Mm-hmm. It depends who you are. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm also fine with basketball jerseys. It's okay. a festival thing. You see yeah. it a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I'm fine with that. I do like that they say no man buns. 
That is cool. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Okay, it doesn't say that, it but I'm say saying that. that. I do You're like saying no man, man bugs. It says strollers allowed, but then on the next page, no babies. So I guess you just bring a <laughs> stroller with nothing in it? No, that's um, where you put your stuff in oh. the plastic bag. Uh, okay. And finally, um, and I don't. you tell me how they're going to police this at the beach. No bad vibes, no bad attitudes. And that, by the way, is actually on the list. It is on the we list. We made yeah. up a lot of things, but that yeah. is on the list. So if you're coming and you're going to be a real crab, you're out. Yeah. I mean, if a guy shows up and he's just got that that you know that face that looks like he just swallowed a lemon or something, people are going to be like, "Oh, sorry, bad vibes." Sorry, that's West Borland. Uh, he's performing. <laughs> he's <gonna> like play. <laughs> we need him. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Yesterday on the program, we brought you the story of a woman in Britain who could not have been more surprised. Her, uh, she had a little bit of an upset tummy. Next thing you know, she's doubled over in pain. Right after that, she's giving birth to a healthy baby girl <laughs> that she had no idea was inside of her for f- a full nine months. And by the way, this was a seven-pound, two-ounce baby, I want to remind yeah. you, that she didn't know was inside of and her. And we said again, like we do after every single one of these stories, how is that possible? How yeah. is it possible? I'm in the midst of uh, a pregnancy. We're at eight months and every single waking moment of our lives involves this pregnancy. Correct. I right. can't imagine not thinking about it. Well, enter Megan who tweeted at us yesterday at Kevin Bean regarding not knowing you're pregnant. I'm a 34-year-old woman and I'm smart. I didn't know I was pregnant my entire pregnancy. I had my daughter at my house by myself and I did not know I was in labor until she came out. It was the best surprise of my life. And she includes some photos of her adorable yeah, so little cute. daughter. Very cute. Megan joins us on the Kevin and Bean Show right now. Megan. Hi. Are you smart? <laughs> I'm not dumb. <laughs> so, why don't, I, I know you've told this story a thousand times with friends and strangers alike. Why don't you just run down the, the synopsis of all the reasons we would have thought you would have known you were pregnant and why they, it never occurred to you? Um, yeah, I've been asked many, many questions that, you know, common sense. How, how does someone not know that there's a living thing inside yeah, of you? that's our question, right. I, I went through it and I still can't quite explain it, but... I, if you really don't think you're pregnant, you really don't think you're pregnant. And and I was dating someone for almost nine years. We just broke up. There was a one-time thing afterwards. Mm-hmm. And along those that, that year, I just started gaining a bunch of weight. And I thought, I need to go on a diet. Like, there's something so it was, going on. So it was general weight on your whole body, not just in your stomach. Yeah. And right? I'm, not okay. like, I'm not a small person. Right. Um, I did have a little bit of a tummy, but it wasn't like... You know, noticeably, it wasn't out of like, proportion. Hey, yeah, no, I, I, I'm seeing a picture of you, Megan. I don't want people to think you're like Gilbert Grape's mom. Like you, you yeah. are of normal <laughs> size. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and um, I just, you know, it. I, I saw my stomach move. Um, I thought it was my uh, my stomach muscle spasming. I, I didn't ha- even think about having a baby moving in there. Does that um, happen to your stomach muscle spasm often? No. <laughs> and you never. <laughs> Stop trying to poke holes in this. Kevin. <laughs> I go back to my first question. And you, and you never saw it? Doctor? Yeah. What? You never saw like a little fist, like a little, like a movement in your belly or anything? Just, no, not really. I didn't feel her like swimming around or anything. Like I've heard stories of like elbows being jabbed. Yeah. yeah. Jabbed mom and your ribs or, well, here's, you know, I didn't get any of that. Here's what I will say, Megan, is that you're right when you say, if you don't think you're pregnant, you don't. None of these things right. add up to being pregnant because you know you're not. Right. So you. Yes. you just. There was no way in my mind that could be the case. So there's obviously some other 
thing going on here. Mm -hmm. uh, lady question, uh, Megan. Yeah. Your yeah. your aunt Flo was she visiting? Yes. Um, no, and I was a regular <laughs> before, and okay. I wasn't dating anyone, so I just didn't worry about it because I felt fine, um, and I knew it wasn't you know every single month normally. So I was just like, eh, it'll it'll fix itself. And you're okay. Back. How okay, how much so... advance notice did you have before your precious baby girl came out? How, how much what notice? Advance notice. When did you realize that you were pregnant? When when she popped out. When what I thought, the? Okay, so uh, I went to work that day. Um, my boss, after I had to call my bosses on Saturday, cause she was born on a Saturday, and I told them why I wasn't coming to work on. Did they the fire day. you for stupidity? <laughs> no, She's the sixth baby, the fifth girl born in a span of three months of office. They all have kids. Yeah, but they knew it was coming. <laughs> they, I know. And I watched them go through all the stuff while I was pregnant, and I had no idea. Wow. Listen, oh if God. I'm the boss and my employee, Megan, calls me on Saturday and goes, listen, I won't be in for a while. I just had a baby that I didn't know about. I'd be like, Megan, we got to work on your excuses. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't buy it for well, a second. Know, my, my boss, Scott. The first thing he said was, I knew it. But you don't want to say, hey. You're the only person who didn't know it. And the baby yeah, is in I your was. stomach. Yes, I was. Like, my, my stepmom was telling my dad, hey, are you going to talk to her about her pregnancy? And my dad was like, no, she's not pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, Megan, Megan, ser seriously, seriously, um, what about labor? I mean, most women, even if it's an easy birth, they're in labor for a few hours. Um, I mean, it started, it got into, I mean, it was all day on Friday, I guess, because I, I didn't feel well, but I went into work. I was like, it'll pass. Um, and then at midnight, and then that Friday on the 18th, it got, I woke up. I couldn't go to sleep. Mm. And I just thought it was like intense cramps. And I was like, oh, I'll get through it. It'll be okay. I'll push it. Uh, I like your I like, attitude of, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll work out. And Megan, I'm going like, to I'm gonna use the doctor's term here so that we're really scientific. And please, answer honestly. I, is it a toilet baby? Um, It is a toilet baby. She did fall in the toilet. She didn't hit her head. Took her out within two seconds. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I didn't need Back to up in a towel. That's... The, the, picture, the oh. picture that I sent is me sitting on the toilet. <gasps> Megan, <laughs> with her wrapped in the little towel. Yes, <laughs> I put her in the towel after. Okay, I thought she was a hernia. What she? Yeah, she's what? a hernia. What is happening? You, I can't believe you named a hernia. <laughs> no. was, that was actually a joke. My family makes a joke. They think this is... Kind of, they should oh think gosh. this is funny. That's unbelievable. This is real, you guys. This happened to one of our listeners, Megan. A hundred percent, and I'm a hundred percent true. And she is the most amazing little baby. She's so easy. We're not She's, doubting uh, that. <laughs> she loves swimming. We're not <laughs> doubting her, Megan. I'm more concerned about you than I am the baby. <laughs> I'm nothing. I think I I feel extremely lucky in my circumstances. The job I have has been so accommodating. Right. Um, We're not concerned about your job. <laughs> you, you had the easiest yeah. pregnancy that a woman ever. has ever had. Probably. And, you know, honestly, without having all the doctors around and everyone stressing me out and all the anticipation of, of thinking all the things that could go wrong and stuff, I, I think that might have made it a little easier. Yeah. Because I didn't have to worry about all that stuff. And you, and you avoided all that pesky prenatal care. That would be so annoying. I drank so much. Plus, I drank a lot and I smoked. Yeah. I, I did the entire pregnancy. Oh, my God. Megan. Listen, Megan, listen. Listen to me. This is important moving forward. Always leave that part out of this story. Well, it, it just 
it makes it more amazing because of how healthy she is. Like there could have been a billion things that could have gone wrong. Listen, Megan, I don't we're I don't want to about scare the baby. you. I don't want to scare you at all. But uh my mom drank a lot of southern comfort before she knew 8 months in that she was pregnant with me. Oh, so, that answers you know, a lot. Back in the 50s I was born in the 50s, Megan. How dare you? Listen, I loved you. I'm in general. All right. So so here's here's my question. Is that now that Megan has told us her story, do we understand at all how this can happen? Yes, totally we do now. Do. I totally her story is very believable. I yeah. And it's such a typical woman move to be like, oh, it's just bad cramps. They'll go away. Yeah. Because bad cramps are Awful, right? And you think they're going to go away? I get uh, it completely. Especially if, as she said, she didn't have any reason doing the math to suspect she was pregnant because it was a one-time thing that she kind of forgot about. Mm-hmm. And if she, anyone not like gets she, not doing math, it, it's not like she was in a, re- a relationship <laughs> and, where it was a possibility all the time. And right? I'm assuming, that, like we heard yesterday in the story, the baby was placed closer to the back. Like there's a bunch of things that go on that make not like an extended belly that way. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that yeah. could happen. So, Megan, yeah, I, I can't. I can't explain it. But Megan is a total moron, so. No, Megan is a treasure. (laughs) Megan is awesome. Look, Megan is awesome and a total moron at the same time. (laughs) Exactly. And we very much appreciate you reaching out and coming on and telling your story, Megan. Best to your little girl, She rules. Thank you, Megan. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I love you guys. Thank you. Love you too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. One of our favorite segments of the whole week. Allie, take it away. Yeah, during this time of What's Happening, we highlight our That's My Jam playlist. You can find it at Kevin and Bean on all of our social medias. We're going to link it right to you. We each pick a song that maybe we haven't heard in a while, an older song, or something brand new that we want people to enjoy as much as we do. Let's start off first with Kevin's pick. Uh, Fits in the Tantrums is a band that I love. And I mm-hmm. think they're great. They have a great energy. They're good live. And they've, so been, fun. they've been touring around Europe, and I've been following their Instagram. And they put out a new song May 3rd, this past May 3rd. And they released a single called I Need Help. And it's basically, why do I try to take on life all the time? Because occasionally I need help. Sometimes I just need a little help. Why do I try to take the world on by myself? I'm asking you, please, a little help. The happiest song about I need help ever. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you that Fits and the Tantrums has never made a song that is less than excellent. I think so too. And always super catchy for sure. Yeah. Bean, you're up next. There is a, uh, I wish I knew what the name of it is, but there is a, a, a micro trend in, in music right now where young people are emulating the sounds and styles of soft rock from the 70s and 80s. It's almost like a yacht rock thing, if you guys know what that is. Mm-hmm. So this is a 19-year-old kid who calls himself Los Retros. He's a Southern California based. He's from Oxnard. And that is his sound. And it's very different from what you normally hear on the radio, K-Rock or other stations. But I love it. He's just got a few songs out so far. Again, he's only 19, so you wouldn't expect this kind of music from the kid. The song is called Someone to Spend Time With. I've waited too long Waiting for the lucky one My sweetheart Spend time with to give and share all my life. 
First of all, that's great. That is great. And it's he's second of all, retro, isn't it? Yeah. Second of all, he's 19. Yes. He's waited too long, you guys. <laughs> that's off of Stone's Throw, right? That's what it sounds like, right? The, no, Stone's Throw Records. The they record label, out, yes. Yeah, yeah. Amazing artists. Some of my favorite people Mayor come off Hawthorne that. Hawthorne is original. Yeah, yeah, off that yeah. label. Amazing. So anyway, it's called Los Retros, and it's understandable why he chose that name. But uh, uh, I'm glad you guys like that. Yeah. Dig it. All right, Jensen, you're up. Uh, I haven't been picking rap lately because nothing has really uh, grabbed my attention until the new album, Escape from New York, from the supergroup Beast Coast. Uh, that group uh, consists of Blackbird Zombies, Joey Badass, Kirk Knight, CJ Fly, Mick Caution, uh, Powers Pleasant, and the Underachievers. It is a large group, Wu-Tang style. Wow. Uh, the album is awesome. Uh, this song is called Left Hand. Song is 25 minutes long though to fit in all the rappers. Yeah, it's, uh, they're they're <laughs> great rap songs. If you enjoy sort of the boom bap era, you will like them. All right, uh, and finally for me, a lot of times we pick the new stuff that you know about, but mine is from a band uh, called In Excess. You might have heard of them. What? But the reason I picked this is because this week the first official trailer for Mystify came out. It's an upcoming documentary about the life and death of In Excess frontman Michael Hutchins, who was my first ever crush in music, besides Martin Gore, but that's a whole other situation to Pesh Mode fans. But it was my first big girl concert that my mom dropped us off at the forum oh, wow. and was like, you guys are able to go in and watch this band by yourself. And it was during the kick tour and Steel Pulse opened up and it's the first time I ever smelled weed. Things were great at that <laughs> show is all I'm saying. But it's an old song. It's off of their fourth album, The Swing, and it's one of my top five in excess songs of all time. It is burned for you. Imagine my own business when you came along. Temperatures were running hot. Fever was so strong. It's uh, it's real good. It's a great band. They're and a great band. I will tell you, the trailer looks phenomenal. It goes through his whole life, and I mean, what's it's the name of it? The movie Mystify. Mystify. It comes out Fourth uh, of July in Australia, and we should get it soon after that. So excellent stuff. But again, you can find all of those songs, and every single member of the Pe Kevin and Bean Show adds a song every week at Kevin and Bean. It's our That's My Jam playlist. Enjoy that. I don't even want to do birthdays. I want to get to Dan Aykroyd. Dan so Aykroyd. That's... Let's do it. What's happening? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm Dan Aykroyd. I'm a soul man. Listen, Hotshot. I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't care for you or for the putrid sludge you're troweling out. But until they change the laws to put you sleaze kings out of business, my job's to help you get back your stench-ridden boxes of smut. And since I'm going to be doing it holding my nose, I'll be doing it with one hand. Oh, hand there, folks. Pick yourself up a couple of dolls. Ah, the morning consumption of mass quantities. Grid-like breakfast slabs, extruded mammal tailings, seared strips of swine flesh, and flattened chicken embryos. I will enjoy it. Hard to think of the most harmless thing. Something I loved from my childhood. 
something that could never ever possibly destroy us. Mr. Stapop. Nice thinking, Ray. Nenge! Nenge Yamboko! From Cameroon! Do you remember me? It's Lionel Joseph. Lionel! Meanwhile, if I can grab your share of the market, put a little coin in my pocket by being the asshole, well, what the hell? Know what I mean? Boy, you sure are different in your TV commercials. Mr. Mayor, we're here tonight because a psychomagnetic slime flow of immense proportions is building up beneath this city. Gentlemen, I have a very simple philosophy. What you shove up your ass is your own business. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the greatest day in the history of the Kevin Abeard Show. Actor, writer, comedian, musician, genius, the great Dan Aykroyd has joined us on K-Rock. Dan. Oh, that's, some of that stuff is, it works, doesn't it? <laughs> right? It, it still yeah. holds up, my I friend. I didn't do it alone. I had great collaborators. Oh, oh man. still but holds you, up. But you, you deliver it amazingly. Those uh, lines, some of them, I couldn't say if I practiced them 50 times. Well, the Jack Webb stuff, you know, he was a great writer. And uh, he loved L.A., of course, you know. And it, that was a definitive L.A. movie, you know, in a oh, way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I just took the cue. I, I went to Universal. I sat there and I watched 50 dragnets, you know, over wow. a week's period. And then went and kind of imitated not only the right uh, his um not only his voice and that but i imitated his writing style the way he just put words together he was he was great him and r.i senator they were they were great great creators can you still get tom hanks on the phone if you need to um you know tom told me that uh when my name comes up on his uh speed dial and the uh you know on the display on his desk that he that he will always answer it there you ah, go. All right. There you go. That's nice. Have you tested that? <laughs> yeah, I've called him a okay. couple of times. <laughs> Dan, we almost don't know where to start with you because we've all been fans our entire lives. But I guess we might as well start with Ghostbusters because you're in town for the Fan Fest celebrating the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. What is going to be going on down there? Well, yeah, it's 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 in uh, in in uh, conjunction with the Wizard World Company. They throw these great conventions all over the world with you know uh, characters and and uh, you know basically uh, celebrating uh, movies and uh, and and the characters in movies and and the well knowns uh, well knowns of the marvels and uh, you know the supermans mm -hmm. of the world dc comics so we're Getting to be well-known after 35 years. <laughs> and, uh, on the 7th and 8th at the Sony Picture Studio lot in uh, Culver City. Uh, the main event will be Saturday, but uh, things going on 7th and 8th. Uh, we're going to have a fan fest for all Ghostbusters fans who want to come and share in the costume contests. Uh, Ray Parker Jr. is going to be there. Uh, he's a wicked guitarist, by the way, besides that song that he wrote. And oh, his no. Music we, is... we, uh, Bean, of all people, he speaks the gospel of Ray oh, Parker Oh, no. He's, and he's a great arranger, and he's, he's, a, he's really a strong strong player and his uh, sons play with him well in the he band. was a child prodigy I mean the guy yeah. was yeah. playing I, as I often tell the, the guys he was playing with the Rolling Stones at age 17 no he's he's a serious serious musician yeah. and uh, then costume contest photo ops panels uh, we've got Jason Reitman who's directing the new movie Ivan will be there Paul Feig who directed the spectacular ladies movie boy mm -hmm. were, they, were they great and I enjoyed that picture so greatly and uh, Dave uh, Coulier plus uh, about uh, 20 other franchise cast and crew so wow. um, all that's happening uh, tickets are 150 bucks. I got to say that we got to pay, you know, because we got to clean up the lot afterwards. But seventh uh, and eighth, uh, Sony Picture Studio lot, main event Saturday, and uh, I'll be around. You'll see me, um, you know. And please, don't be afraid, Ghostbusters fans, to come up, whirl me around, and take a selfie. That's why I'm there. That's very nice of you to say. You know what's wonderful about it is also we're we're working with uh, Stand Up to Cancer and the Omaze Group, and uh, they raise money for uh, these 
research teams all around the country that mm -hmm. uh, that uh, pr pr produce uh, all of the uh, the knowledge that we're going to need to 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 defeat this. Hopefully, Their in my lifetime, are amazing. Yeah, yeah and uh, Ernie and I are going to be uh, doing an Omaze experience. Omaze is is a kind of a web based. A charity drive that uh, yeah you buy raffle against. tickets that's right and then and, what what can i winner. win uh, uh, uh what you would win uh meeting uh, me huge well we've already okay. met you why okay. should we even uh, <laughs> no no but, uh, ernie was you mean ernie yeah ernie, ernie. ernie yeah you, okay. you that's a big me. twinkie uh, yeah the omaze experience <laughs> will have ernie and i playing uh a game with them, and we're going to just hang out with the winner and, uh, and treat us. So stand it. up to cancer is uh, is is really a great tie-in here. It's and, you know, so wonderful. Everywhere we go, you, you know, we, we we're we're, just, we're not here just to make money and exploit brands. We you got to make the world better. <laughs> you really do. And, uh, so that is, is what, today and tomorrow, by the way. Yes, today yeah. and tomorrow. So, Ghostbusters.com. So I know yeah. there's a lot of information flying out here, but Ghostbusters.com is where mm -hmm. you can go to get your tickets, get all the information. Yeah, and you, you come in, and the money uh, part of the money of the proceeds, Wizard World will be donating to stand up for cancer. Love Directly, so. That's great. Really Dan, cool. we believe, and this is a consensus in the show, that Ghostbusters is in the top five comedy movies ever made. Do you concur? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's he going to say, no? What if he did? I mean, what's, what are the other four? I mean, Mad, 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 Mad World. Uh, great what, movie. What? Uh, well, we would, see, put it, uh, uh, we would put uh, it Animal stripes. House. Uh, yeah. Animal House. Stripes. Uh, anything with Bill Murray in it. Your era, your people, your era was Ramis, the greatest comedy yeah, ever made. And the common denominator, of course, Harold Ramis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yes. There uh, in Animal yeah. House and, uh, and, and Ghostbusters. Now, and I understand, Kennedy. tell me if this is true or if this is just some legend that has been created around you and the creating of Ghostbusters, is that you're, you, A, are a believer... As was your father, as was your grandfather. And great-grandfather. It all started with Sam, the dentist there in uh, Kingston. Uh, he was uh, he was like the reviewer in town. If You know, when a psychic act would come to town, uh, oh, this guy levitates, oh, this guy's a great medium, oh, this guy's trance-channeling, oh, this is a precipitated painter. They're interesting because they sit there uh, with the canvas about four feet away and they wiggle their fingers in front of four or five hundred people and... There's paint produced from there, from from nothing, basically. And so he was the guy that would say, no, nah, that was a hoax. No, nah, there's a trick there. Oh, that's the real thing. So he kept journals uh, in, in trunks, and we got his journals uh, from the 1920s. And uh, we had seances in the old farmhouse. We had a family medium uh, named oh Walter Ashurst, who was a mechanic. I wish and, I was in your family. Same, you know, and Same. So my, my dad wrote a book, History of Ghosts. You can get it on Amazon, Rodale Press. I think we're trying to get it digitally re-released. But uh, if you uh, look at kind of uh, my, my great-grandfather's work, and he'd be very happy now at the exposure of sure. this. Mm -hmm. Before our movie came out, no one knew what ectoplasm was, really. Outside I was just going to ask, is all of Ghostbusters real, then? Is that how you wrote it? <laughs> well, um, well, is it a documentary, Mr. <laughs> uh, I would say so. <laughs> certainly that we took the research of the American Society for Psychical Research, and, and uh, we, we we use that, and nobody knew what ectoplasm was. Right. I mean, millions of people now know what it is. Sure. And now you have these terrific shows, like Travel and Entertainment Channel. I love their love. stuff. Mm -hmm. The uh, the hospitals and the prisons and the places they go. Um, you know, there's ghost hunting societies in every county in the United States. Are you now. in one of them? Um, I'm not, but uh, I, I know that Ghostbusters helped originate and inspire these people to go and look into this stuff. And have now we have all seen, kinds of people Have you inquiry. seen a ghost for reals? I never have. I, I always thought that one got into bed with me when I lived up on Woodrow Wilson here in Los Angeles. 
And by the way, it's nice to be back in Southern California after the winter. Let's go back to the ghost. Uh, well, you know, that house was owned by Mama Cass. <gasps> and it was also a rock and roll house. And people used to come up from the strip. And people would walk up and in bare feet and hippie yeah. time. And nobody knew who was coming or going. And a guy, uh, so Mama Cass, she died in London, though. But ghosts travel. Sure. <laughs> <You know. laughs> well, well, knows well, they don't need a ticket. That house is <laughs> And so, so a one-night uh, friend of mine, he was a boxing champion for the U.S. Army. He said he saw a big black shape walk across the, the stairs. Um, and there was another guy that died in the house. He overdosed, and they buried him in the hillside. And the current owner of that house should know that, that in the hillside, there's some bones there. Oh. And that ghost, my... That seems important. My daughter saw him, and his, and he had a little red-haired kid with him when she saw him. But one night, I went home, and uh, Donna and I, uh, we had an experience where the, the jewelry on the desk started to do a little turn tornado whirl. And once, when I was alone in the house, I, I lay down, and I felt something depress against me, you know, like, like depress the mattress. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, you know, what what can I do about it? Nothing. Right. So I just kind of wiggled up against... What do you mean, against... what can I do? Don't you want to turn and look? Well, no, of course. I was terrified. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, what can... and so I just kind of wiggled up against it and just went to sleep. Oh, man. And, and it turned out to be a hippie. Maybe, I... maybe he was a Richard. Maybe the... We used to call him Richard, the, oh. the one that was buried. Maybe he was a same gender preference man. I don't know. One yeah. of my biggest dreams, not only to hug a bear, and if it killed me, that's fine, but another huge dream of mine is to have sex with a ghost. There's a great scene in the extended version. That's my dream. You, you yeah, did yeah, yeah. my dream in that movie. <laughs> I know. She comes down and she uh, she undoes the belt. Yes. And, uh, yeah. That's become a bit of like a cult scene. People love that. She was like... a real woman. Uh, uh, her name was Kimberly Heron. Yeah. And uh, she lived up in Santa Barbara there. Sounds funny. We have uh, so many more Ghostbusters questions for the creator of Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd, in studio with us here on the Kevin Bean Show. The Ghostbusters Fan Fest is happening today and tomorrow. You can get all the details and all the fun stuff, including the Omaze auction yeah, at Sony. Ghostbusters.com. Culver yes, City. That's right. Sony Pictures Lot. Yeah. Dan, stick around. We're going to come right back after a very quick break and pick your brain on some more stuff, okay? Anything you want, man. Thank you. Let's do it. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Right? Dan Aykroyd, in studio with us here on the Kevin and Bean Show, talking Ghostbusters, also talking Blues Brothers. We would like to dedicate this song to a recently turbulent chunk of real estate at the end of Highway 41, just south of the Alligator Alley in the Florida Peninsula. And to a certain distinguished resident there, you may know him, Mr. Wayne Cochran. My brother Jake will sing about that town. Going back to Miami. Going back to Miami. Holds up, Dan. No, it sure does. I mean, the blues are forever. Let's Schaefer. face it. How about Schaefer on that B3? Yep. John's Incredible. Great. Steve Jordan, 19 years old, the drummer. Amazing. Al Rubin, Tom Malone. Uh, Lou Marini, Otis Redding's guitar players, uh, Duck Dunn, and Steve You don't forget Robert. a person. No. Yeah, well, he put together impressive. one of the greatest bands of all time. It for the was, it was. And that first record sold four and a half million copies. You know, Rihanna wow. would be happy with sales <laughs> yeah. like that. Anyone would. Yeah. I, uh, I saw you guys in 78 at the Meriwether Post Pavilion in uh, mm -hmm. Maryland. Mm -hmm. It was one of, the one of the best concerts I ever saw at the Wasn't time. That, yeah, it was know, incredible. What a great tour that it, was. Is yeah. it true that there's a Blues Brothers TV series on the horizon, Dan? Mm, well, um, you I know, feel like we, that's we have, always true. We have a little, uh, we have an idea. We worked with Bento Box to work up some animated figures. Um, you know, possibly. I think uh, it's just, uh, you know, the best thing to do is just 
get on the electronic uh, services and, and, and buy the music. That's the way you're going to get it today. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, quick question. This is an aside, uh, but I, I just have to ask only because you're coming into the Kevin and Bean Show on the day after we lost the great Dr. John. He oh, was in I'm Blues sorry, Brothers 2000 with that. the... With an, yeah, oh, yeah, he true. passed away yesterday at 77. Where? And in he, New Orleans? New Orleans, yeah. Oh, you, you had him. You had him in that Blues Brothers 2000 with that amazing band with sure. Billy Preston and Isaac Hayes and all that. Uh, and Season he's quick, of the Witch he did for us. Quick thoughts on, great that, on the great too. Dr. John, who I would encourage our listeners to go back and pick up his music if they've not heard it. Oh, man, what a, what a generous, wonderful, music-loving soul. I remember John and I were orphaned out here uh, at one Christmas, and, and all we couldn't go back to our families, and he invited us over for Christmas dinner and an incredible jam. And, uh, oh, geez, that's too bad. I'm sorry. Hey, he way did, to bring he did, he did Season of the Witch for us on the, on the Blues Brothers 2000 record, uh, which was, you know, that movie was a favorable companion to the, the first one, and uh, I lost all the weight, you can see. And, uh, and, uh, but that record's very hot. And, that's uh, so sweet he that was, you have those memories of Dr. Oh, John. Oh, yeah, no, he was wonderful. I used to hang with him in New Orleans all the time. Right place, wrong time. I hope that's right. play that today. Um, <laughs> I just want Dan to schedule all the music for the show. Uh, another couple of quick uh, Ghostbusters questions, and then we have a uh, presentation for you. Our friend Jensen has brought a gift for you, but I, I want to, and I know you have a gift for us as well. Okay. I wanted to ask, it, it, the, the legend around Ghostbusters is it's a, it's a miracle it got made. It was super, super expensive, right? And you guys had to write and and film it and edit it and do all those special effects in something like 10 months. I mean, it was unbelievable how fast this thing came together, right? Well, the, the, the uh, Columbia, Frank Price, uh, uh, and, uh, and the people at Columbia were, were excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they greenlit it. And we had Mike Ovitz as an agent, uh, of course, the great founder of CAA, mm-hmm. one of the greatest agents in, since Lou Wasserman in the business. And and he uh, he got it uh, railroaded right through. And Ivan was there. Billy was hot at that time, you know. Ivan and we, we were at the peak of our, or just starting the, to ascend to the peak of our career. So, um, and the the script was appealing. Once Harold and Ivan and I wrestled it into a shooting shape, it really was. The studio could see how oh, this could work. The guy who didn't like it was Carlos Gozueta, who was the chairman of Coca Cola Enterprises at the time, and that Coca Cola owned the studio, and he saw the movie. Uh, you know, we got it made. It wasn't that expensive, around 30. That's what pictures were, were okay, being made yeah. for then. And, uh, and but he, for a bunch of unknown TV actors, though, essentially, um, right? Well, Billy had had stripes at that point. Okay, and, all right, uh, you gotcha. Know, and I, I think we, had our, our, we had stuff in our reputation before that that helped us uh, get it going. He just we'd, done, like we'd done 1941, John and I, uh, mm-hmm. and we'd done Blues Brothers, uh, of course, and, you know... Uh, and uh, but he didn't like it. The chairman of Coke, he walked out and said, "This is going to be." And then, then, and then, when the Coca-Cola stock started to blip up with the 13-week run we had at the top of the box office, he said, "I like this." Movie. <laughs> <laughs> now I love it. When people come up to you, everybody has their favorite quote from Ghostbusters. What do you hear the most? Is there one that you can point out and just go? Everyone says that to me. Um, let me see. It just popped in there, I guess, is the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get, uh, I get the Blues Brothers. It's 106 miles to Chicago. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we got a half, a, with full tank of gas, a half a pack of, uh, you know. Is that a satisfying <laughs> thing to have written something a while back and still have people You know what? I had a you? very nice uh, evening the other day in Los Angeles. Uh, about a month ago, I was back here, and Quentin Tarantino said, hey, we're showing the Blues Brothers at my theater. Would you like to come? <laughs> All right. And so Quentin and I sat there with... Uh, with uh, at the New Beverly. Yeah. And wow. We, and, and, and I watched the movie for the first time since it came out with a with no. an audience of 500 people. That's so All cool. the laughs were John's 
performance wow. amazing. amazing. And the Elwood character, there's barely a glimpse of me there. That's a buttoned-up performance, I must say. <laughs> uh, and, and the whole thing really, really worked. It just worked today. It was so wonderful, all the music. And, uh, boy, it was, well, uh, it was it, you know, it really worked. I was I was kind of, uh, yeah. You should be. You that, should be proud. That makes, sense. that makes sense that 500 people would go see that movie because that's, I mean, everyone loves it. Okay. I, on the other hand, find one of my favorite movies of all time is Nothing But Trouble, my, I, you're young, I, Jensen. Uh, so, you're young. I'm so obsessed with it. it you're young. My, my, when, my, when I lost my dad, not to make it sad, oh. uh, I didn't necessarily know what to do. You're in that weird position where you're like, what am I going to do? I, I opened up that movie and watched it for the first time since I was a kid. And I, it's like, it's like a, at that time, it was like an old-fashioned, it's like a mashed potato dinner. It's like it's comfortable. Like a comfort blanket. And it is such a great, fun movie. It's the only thing you ever directed, correct? It is. And uh, I guess what happened there was it's a very, I would say, it's a very serviceable comedy. And uh, everybody was terrific in it. John Candy. And, you know, it was a fun world. Uh, but uh, we came out against uh, Silence of the Lambs that weekend. Oh, and another okay. big yeah. female picture, Julia Robertson, Sleeping with the Enemy. And oh. Desert Shield started. Wow. So, the movie so really a didn't have a chance. It didn't have a chance. Well, I'm, making was, you sign, yeah. I'm making you sign a DVD of it for me. But beyond you bet. that, I, I, I like that picture. I do. You should. Yeah. Here, I got I, this. Is a pin uh, of Judge yeah. Val. Of well, Judge well, Val well, yeah. I'd like to go to Warner Brothers actually <laughs> and say, hey, we should do uh, you know a podcast kind of weekly series with the Judge. You know, uh, I, please uh, remember me court, and everything uh, that I do for a living. Yeah. If I ever received an ability well, there to, you go. It, yeah, yeah, those are hairs. Yeah, Dutch Hereford. You know, judge you. You come through my jurisdiction, I'll tell you right now, you get a speeding ticket, you get off. You're going to get off. You're going to party down, boy, I'll and tell you, you right now. And you hate bankers. Oh, oh. You hate bankers. Oh, you betcha, you betcha. I'll introduce you to my daughter, Eldona, maybe get all hooked up and married. All right, oh. Dan, can die now. Dan, we know, oh, that, we know that you're on a schedule, so I would like to point out that you brought us a gift as well. Oh, yes. You well, mind. you know, we were talking, uh, Ali, we were saying mm -hmm. you, you like vodka with additives, right? Yeah. You like to add things in there. Everybody like, does. Like Everybody. Crystal light every now and yeah, then. Yeah, sure. Or orange Plastic juice. Up. Or, you know, we, we want a medal in Moscow for the Crystal Head vodka. Here it is. Wait, I'm sorry. You, you said you want you a medal. Moscow. Yeah, Mos yeah. The Russians Russia. voted us excellent taste out of 400 beverages. The thing with Crystal wow. Head makes it different from all other vodkas. No terpenes, no sugar, no additives. You're adding tomato juice, Clamato. You're adding St. Germain. You're adding Crystal Light. You're adding uh, orange juice. You don't need anything. So, uh, you know, we start with a vodka clean. that's clean, and then bartenders love it because it's the uh, it's the base uh, for for great cocktails. Bevmo has it, uh, Total Wines has it, Wine Warehouse has it. And uh, the best bottle to skull. Ever. The and, skull. Uh, skull. And, and Mastro's at the beach, they have like them all lined up, and they make a salted caramel martini there at Mastro's down in Malibu. Wow really great. So here, this is for the crew. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I Thank recommend you get on ice with a little lime or definitely okay. in cocktails. Crystal Head, 70 countries, made in Canada. In Newfoundland, we start with that Newfoundland water that's never awesome. been touched by the eerie plume of pollution. Is there nothing this man can't do or sell? <laughs> it's Dan Aykroyd, guys. <laughs> Ghostbusters Fan oh. Fest. Today and tomorrow celebrating the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. Tickets available and all the details at Ghostbusters.com. Get on down there, get your tickets and meet and get your selfie with Dan Aykroyd himself. Also, the great Ernie Hudson, who we've had on this show a couple of times before, too, will be there as well. Yeah, Ivan's going to uh, be Ivan there. Ivan Reitman, yep. Jason Parker, Reitman, maybe Ray Parker. Parker, maybe Fantastic. Maybe, maybe Bill Atherton. He said he might drop by. You know, right. Dan, come guy. by any time when you're in town. Please. We'd love to spend some more time with you, Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. As a group, uh, as a group, as all of us, what do I do mm -hmm. now? On the Kevin and Bean Show, do, would you say that we embarrassed ourselves? 
It depends. Was me crying in front of him a uh, problem? <laughs> no, because guys? no, because he had directed that movie, and I think that was great. Okay, so what else? Where else are we looking at? Uh, uh, Omar, who's never asked for a picture before in his life. Ever. Said, I have to get a picture with Dan Aykroyd. Yesterday. Out in the hallway. Was like, I, I need to just ask you guys, is it cool? And I was like, holy crap, all right. Beer mug was peering through the, <laughs> through the blinds. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even, I didn't even hand check he him, was, but we should have. Yeah. He was biting his nails like oh, it was no. corn on the cob. Like, back and forth. Like, crazy. But here's what I'll say about the great Dan Aykroyd. This is the reaction he gets everywhere he goes. I know. What must that like be like? And welcomes it and encourages it. He's happy it. about it. Yeah. I think that is just a delight. And he brought us booze. He yeah. brought us alcohol. The perfect guest, you guys. Correct. The oh. perfect guest. Ghostbusters.com if you want to meet Mr. Ackroyd at the event this week, uh, today and tomorrow. Hey, guys, um, it's time for Keep It 100. Yeah. I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. I keep it 100. A fascinating batch of songs this week that you requested. First of all, Robert and LaPrente, I'm so sorry. You were number 99 texting this week for Not an Addict by K's Choice. Great song. Remember playing that a lot here. Mm -mm. Um, Sean was looking for Pony by the band Far from the 818, which I'm not mad at either. But as you know, every week there's only one texter 100. And this time it's Carlos and El Segundo. Hey, Carlos. Hey, good morning, party people. Good morning. How's your uh, how's your uh, how's your life been going so far up till now? It's good actually. I wanted to go to the Weenie Rose, but you know, never got those tickets. Mm, <laughs> well, we can't help you there, bud. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, but we can't help you with a song. How did you choose out of the thousands of great K-Rock songs over the decades? How did you choose the one you came up with? Uh, yeah, I've been texting for uh, you know since I don't know wow months and months, and uh, I've been changing my songs little by little, but. For some reason, I was feeling uh, this song, um, and basically, I just remember watching this video and hearing it way back, you know, growing up, middle school, high school, and uh, it's, uh, should I say it now? Sure, go ahead and introduce it to K-Rock, yeah. So basically, you know, I think people will enjoy it. If they remember it, it's uh, Rock Me Amadeus by Falco. Right? Right. Right. Song rules. Carlos uh, El Segundo, a big number one hit record requested by him for Keep It 100 here on the Kevin Bean Show on K-Rock. Um, he was uh, Austrian, and did you guys know that he was only 40 when he died in a traffic accident? Did not know that. Yeah, you have so been bringing us right down this whole show, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Allie, I bet you have a pretty good beat on when, uh, just like our caller, uh, could place immediately that where he was when he started hearing uh, Rock Me Amadeus on K-Rock. You tell me what year it was. It was would definitely be the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, most likely earlier to mid-80s. Okay. I didn't know. See, Bean didn't say yes. You're casting okay. a kind of a wide net okay. here. I'm just going to say. Somewhere between 81 and 89. 
Let's just put it right in the middle and 85 it then. Ladies and gentlemen, 1985. Oh! 1985. I knew that one. That's a good one. Here's it, what happens, though. And I'm just going to tell you the behind the mm-hmm. scenes. Allie looks it up every time. Yeah. Then she goes, oh, I don't know, mid-80s. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to go 85. And then mm-hmm. you say it, and she goes, woo. And that's time. why I am wrong 80% of the time. <laughs> you're wrong yes. by a year every <laughs> once in a while to throw us but off. But you're always, oh, you're always yes. right by your third pick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A uh, number one song, by the way, from 1985. That is Rock Me Amadeus. And this has been Keep It 100. We'll do it again next week. Keep it 100. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. I hate to uh, challenge ourselves, but Mm -hmm. it's been a pretty good Friday so far. We haven't gone off the rails yet at all, and we normally do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's not ruin it now, right? No. Everybody cool? Bringing that up because we're going to play the wrap-up? I'm going to play the wrap-up, but I'm just saying it's been a perfect show. Well, he's really setting up the wrap-up to be crap. Yeah. What's your point here, Kevin? Is that it, it's been a pretty good show, so let's not ruin it. Which I just is, ruined by... It feels like talking to my parents. Saying it. It's we'll really take that off the air. It's a shame it. there's no uh, way to recap things that happen during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. Right? It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens to the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> I know some people after work and most others are still asleep, so it's lucky that your boy Jensen wraps up every week. See, Slang Man Monday got the party. Yeah. So catch me in the streets jumping on a pogo stick. And the sugar packets Allie uses in her coffee sick. Well, Bean is real obsessed with the dictionary flick. And Dr. Drew's still saying we're dying from a virus as quickly as Bean stands out at Billie Eilish. Eric Stone Street and Brian Henson kept it rolling. Dan Aykroyd signed a DVD that I will never open. I went to school with Dookie, Nick Hexum sang songs. James finally got some Jeopardy questions wrong. Clownfist is probably our favorite new guest, but there's really only one reason that this week was the best. Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit agreed at last, and if you missed that download the podcast. Kevin and Bean, Kevin and Bean, <laughs> Allie and Jensen and the whole damn team. Hey, party people, we're making a scene. Talking about old Kevin and Bean. That was Clownbus, for God's sake. Clownbus, everybody. Nice job, uh, Jensen. Get the podcast at radio.com or wherever you get yours. We are almost out of here. Time for one more What's Happening. Here's Alec. Guys, the swamp thing has to return to the swamp. (laughs) Hmm? DC Universe has canceled the show after a single season. And by a single season, um, only one episode has aired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Continues to fuel questions over what role the young DC Universe streaming platform will play in the larger plans of Warner Media because the parent company will soon be launching their own streaming service in late 2019. So do they combine the two? What do they do? Are they going to finish out this hmm. whole season? I mean, are you going to release the rest of season one? I feel like you could have just kept them airing because if you say it's canceled, why would people want to watch canceled. the rest of the season type of thing? You know what I'm saying? A lot of fans are really bothered by this because the show had a 92% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, really positive reviews by both critics and fans. So, Do you think Swamp Thing got me too'd? Like the actual Swamp Thing? Oh, like somebody like near the swamp, swamp adjacent? Yeah, and they were like, oh, man, that guy's a bad dude, and then they just canceled the show. They're, we don't want to face it. One, you're stupid. Uh, two, you're stupid. Thank you. But it is crazy that it aired one single show and they're yeah. like, season canceled. Something going on, weird. right? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's not good. It's not good, you guys. Is Swamp Thing a superhero? Yeah. Okay. Good point. 
<laughs> Important clarification. I didn't know. I mean, I don't know if you'd call him a superhero in the same way you would Superman, but he's part of a superhero universe. Okay. Yes. All right. He's not a real person. Well, I know this that. This is I what just... I was trying to avoid when I started before the rap. <laughs> no, right what I'm saying is... Right here. I just didn't understand what Swamp Thing was. Oh, I'll give all. you a couple guesses as to what Swamp Thing is. <laughs> I mean, I know that he's a thing in a swamp. I get that. But I'm trying to understand the show. So you're saying, he's, is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's been both. Oh. I didn't watch the show, though, so I don't know. But okay. he's been both, yeah. All right. Back What's to going you. On? Yeah, good question, sir. I mean, come on, you guys. No, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> Just yet. So close. close, though. You guys watching Chernobyl? Any of you watch nope. that on HBO? I'm that not. is uh, up next for me. I cannot wait. I've heard great things about it, and it has one of my favorite actors in the world. Uh, what's his name? Are, are, you, clapping? <laughs> are you clapping by yes. yourself? <laughs> Jared Smith, is that his name? His name I is love Jared him. Harris. Jared oh, Harris. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't wait for that <laughs> show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Allie, this news is amazing. Why do you bring it up? What's going on with Chernobyl? I'm bringing it up because it, it was like gangbusters on HBO. People mm-hmm. are digging it. Uh, that's where the swamp thing came from. No, it's very, Chernobyl, right? very different. I think that's very true. Different. Oh. Um, but not surprisingly, you know who didn't enjoy it? The Russian uh, government. The Russian <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, they like to control a lot of the media in the country, so there's been a lot of prominent backlash on their airwaves against Chernobyl. Um, and President Putin, known to not be a big fan of things that paint Russia in a bad light. Is this in the news? Um, but he is a huge fan of dictating history. Mm. So he reportedly wants a Russian network to broadcast a new series in which the CIA is held responsible for the <laughs> nuclear catastrophe. Drama so, queen. Just oh, yeah. re- wow. rewriting a little history. Wow. There. Yeah. I don't believe we were involved in any aspect of Chernobyl. You well, haven't seen the show. Yeah. Okay. And you, you haven't seen his version. That's what I'm saying. Right? Okay. You can't judge it till you've seen it, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> the ending is just the change. It's like Chernobyl's, you know, exploding and uh, nuclear power everywhere. And then they just cut over and a white dude, sorry. <laughs> it's like an American guy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just <laughs> want to see what that button does. Oh, shoot. It's like, ah, Americans. It was, it was a horrible situation. We shouldn't be making light of the Chernobyl disaster. That's a my fault. That's <laughs> now like he's Italian. Italian yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Oh, I made a mistake. That's still Italian? Uh, I think so. Okay. What would a British guy sound like, Bean? It's not my fault. I didn't do it. When he's his fingers on the button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What, what do you think the Queen's response to that would be? It was the British guy we just heard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, throwing one of your own under the bus. He's not a real British guy. Oh. Oh, oh and you're the real twist. queen. Step outside, Kevin. Oh, man. Wow. What, Kevin? Guy, what are you talking about? Strangely <laughs> personal. <laughs> Guys, Margot Robbie, uh, sure, she's a pretty face, but she's so much more. In the cover story for July's Vogue, she says she can't stand being called a bombshell. Here's her quote. I hate that word. I hate it so much. Same. I feel like a brat saying that because there are worse things. But I'm not a bombshell. I'm not someone who walks in a room and the record stops and people turn and they're like, look at that woman. That doesn't happen. Um... Yes, it does, Margot Robbie. Here's the thing about that happening. It does. It does happen. You <laughs> might not literally hear the record scratch, but it happens. I can understand why she doesn't want to be pigeonholed that way. You don't want to just be known as right. a bombshell. She's also an incredibly talented actress. And from all accounts, very kind. Has a great little accent. Mm-hmm. 
just saying, embrace the bombshell as well. Oh, she just oh, walked in the room. Hey, oh, Margo. hey, Margot Robbie. She, it is true. Oh, sorry. That was oh, him the again. Italian guy. It was his oh, fault that Margot that Robbie was the Italian guy. What does the British guy think about her walking in the room? Oh, she's so hot. Okay, that was weird, and it sounded like <laughs> your mouth was full of marbles. <laughs> it was full of saliva is what it was full Ew! of. Let's wrap it up. Please. Bean, stop clapping. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, a weird thing. That's my fault. I was just excited about yes, your Nova. Who's your Nova? It was so weird. Remember when we promised this would be a good one? Right? Oh, Bean's like, what are you talking about? And yes. Kevin jinxed it. This Kevin jinxed it. This I is mean, what I'm talking if about. If we're really going to say jinxing it, maybe talking about how the last one should be good, let's not jinx it, you should have just led with the rap instead of talking True. before the rap. I was confused by that. I'm going to be honest. Me too. Because we do have a we Do, have do a you know what protocol. I was saying now? Yes, I do. Okay. Turned out you were right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Michael Sarah, Bear Grylls, Alan Iverson, Dave Navarro, Bill Hader, Iggy Azalea, Mick Foley, and Liam Neeson. And that's what's happening. Oh, my God, Weenie Rose. Thank you, Alan. The SoCal Hopeful ah. Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all. During your drive home today, we will see you tomorrow at 1 p.m. with a commercial free broadcast Woo-hoo. from the Weenie Rose. Let's get yep. yep. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. All right, guys, I think I'm going to leave it at that. That was, again, uh, another helping of hot garbage, another helping of hot trash. And uh, we we will catch you at some point. Uh, I love you for, forever. I believe I'm totally done with this show. I'm totally done. Jensen Carpian cleared out of the way. It ends now! What? It all ends now! That's how we do it. Better learn that shit. Rewind it. Play it again. Mother... Bong, bong. We nailed it. Nailed it. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.